0: Welcome to another episode of Dope Dealer Radio. I am Cleo Badashian.
1: This is Lena created. And we're digging through the crates of the world's creativity bringing you what we think is dope. Yeah, we're like two dope
0: detectives.
1: Alright, so today's episode, we're talking about life transitions and how life evolves. Um, So we're going to go ahead and get into it, and I hope you guys enjoy Alright, so we know that life has different stages that we go through, you know, so we're going to go through each of them and talk about how we feel about that and different Media, different movies that we can suggest that spring to mind in that time. So, starting off with childhood. So, I have a question for you, Cleo. Uh.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm. I'm just a little curious. Okay, so Ange, take us back to when you were little. Take us to like your your closest memory, something that you remember. Like, what was little Ange like? I
1: don't know about this earliest memory I have I have memories from when I was very 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 young my mom's like how the heck do you remember that like year old year and a half old my mom um, my mom was drinking like this big drink I don't know she was drinking some big 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 jug drink where she was carrying it or something and it smashed on the ground and she's like how the hell do you remember that like you were a year and a half
0: because that's your mind is vivid.
1: I don't know. I was a baby. How could I have like any kind of... I don't know. Because you were a baby. <clears throat> well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I have that. I'm glad I have that ability to remember that time. Um, But I was always a very precocious kid. A very outspoken. Always trying to make people laugh and entertain. And I've always been... Artistic and creative, so that's how who I was as a kid. I was always making up the games on the on the playground. (laughs) I would always be making up games on the playground and like getting all the kids to play. Um, I don't know. You a leader
0: as Ange? That's what you are. (laughs) I guess. L. A. You a leader?
1: I'm the leader. I'm a leader, <laughs> I'm a leader of the gang I am. Um, Yeah, so that was me. What about you, Cleo? What were you like as a kid?
0: I was silly, vanilla, milly, willy, tilly. So I had fun. I had a grandma that was kind of, I knew she kind of didn't like me, but she was raising me. And, you know, I grew up with two brothers. It was kind of a little like the Cinderella story, but fun because I stayed in my room and I was mad creative, stayed on my piano all day. I made things, I made my room look cool, I would choreograph dances. God, I sound like a loser ass Disney no. kid that wanted to be on Disney I She wants like- to be on Disney. <laughs> um no nah, but um I was having fun, minding my business. Um I was out skateboarding, you know, just doing regular kid shit. I was listening to all types of music. Um I was into food a lot. I was one of those kids with a big ass appetite. But, um, I guess because I was so active just always running around never sitting down that's all kids but that
1: was me as a kid very active yeah when I met Clea she was skateboarding like across town <laughs> like the across the entirety of Brooklyn it was so much fun yeah it was so coincidental me and um I met her on the train she was like skateboarding skateboarding and me and my other friend we were on foot it was oh crazy God. that's so i remember that's the that's the youngest i know Cleo like that age little Cleo. yeah um i think you were friends with milton milton i didn't know milton i didn't know any of them oh right Wait. we just bumped into y'all on the train and then we just ended up going where you oh,
0: were. oh i think i wasn't paying attention because usually when i'm with skaters you yeah. like to pick up girls but I don't I'm one of those people I don't pay attention to what's going on because I don't yeah. care.
1: That's probably what was happening. Cause yeah. you, I think that guy, yeah, whatever. But it was good. <coughs> it was meant to happen. Yeah, like imagine. Because... That's so random. It's like and I don't even like I'm not even friends with the other girls like I, I swapped. <laughs> I was yeah, like, God, girls, I was this friend. <laughs> yes. With dope dealers is now. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. So that's pretty much all i have to say about childhood i don't know childhood was well no that's not all i have to say because i we we consumed a lot of content when we were young i mean cleo you were kind of more sheltered you didn't get to watch a lot of stuff
0: um yeah i was uh let me see i did grow up on watching um nature and nova And prices, right? And stuff like that, like general things. So, I was a smart kid, I was a very creative kid. I was a kid, you gotta ask me to do anything, I can get it done like anything, like sometimes scary, smart. But I don't know, some I feel like sometimes I have to get back into that because I was very vivid minded back then. But it's like, um, yeah, (laughs) smoking mirrors now, baby. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding, no kidding. No, here, eh? Sounds like summertime
1: out
0: here. Yeah. That's a dope ass sound for a dope ass show. Mm. <laughs> yes, no, childhood was fun though. I liked the candies. I liked um I liked the music. I liked Did you the guys because you grew
1: up in you grew up in New York, Brooklyn. Right. Best and side. I grew up in London. Yeah. So that's a different kind of like Surrounded and stuff Where you grew up Did they um Used to open up the The water Yeah In a hood
0: Family. On my street He didn't do nothing like that When we have a, a um, Little What you call it What do you call it A, a birth like Help a, me out here My like brain. Ha, um A block, a block party, party. He's <laughs> <laughs> like hello <laughs> When we have a little Block party I think they used to Open it But I don't really remember Being in the water I just would like Just go around Get free hot dogs Ride my skateboard Mind my business go Hang out with friends, run back inside the house, check on grandma. She told me get the hell out, and then go do it again. <laughs> I don't really remember no fire hydrants. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that go That's get a like, bathing
1: suit type of kid. No, he isn't exactly, yeah. Um, but I think that they used to do it more before, yeah,
0: yeah. They did, they do They do it sometimes, but um, I, I see it done a lot in Williamsburg because sometimes they try to hold on to the traditional the old school black ways that them white kids they grew up in the suburbs missed out on they ran to brooklyn they were like all so right. they're
1: doing it yeah ah that's so funny Damn, so they're we like we were in
0: the suburbs we missed out on the coolest listen we weren't here so let's take brooklyn let's just make this shit dope all right now now we cool now let me stop <laughs> but i can see it they um but they're they
1: not doing that they're not opening the plugs white people
0: not all of them no there, there's a handful they're like i'm in brooklyn now they're trying to you know project that feeling oh. and there's people that really be dealing with the rappers that grew up there and niggas that sell the weed and shit you know what i mean like the people that were there before like mm-hmm. it was more than that don't get me wrong don't think it was just rats and piss and shit there were doctors and lawyers i had a nice little street but it was still bed brooklyn mm-hmm. you know what i mean so everyone was everywhere but, uh, I had a fun time. I'm not going to lie. Let me tell you, Ange. I liked the music videos. Mm-hmm. I loved the music videos when I was a kid. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now. Music videos. They were the yeah. best. Missed these music videos. I liked all the weird shit. It was
1: cool. It was all imaginative. That's what people need to get back to is the creativity yeah. of things. You know? Because that's why they're doing all these reboots. Is they're just, they're just chasing the bag. And the bag is like not associated with like reruns. Like... Not not ones, but like redo's of the something that's done already. Like yeah, it's the stale. stale. The audience, it's stale. Like <clears throat>
0: yeah. Like you haven't even let ten years breathe from the second part and then you're still gonna remake it.
1: Crazy. Well some things have had enough time to marinate where you can make a new version of it. But like even in the re reboot of it, be don't be thoughtful. You
0: know? Yeah, if you guys out there thinking of remaking Edward Scissorhand, I, you know, I really can't even fathom. Like
1: I think I still want I Johnny still Depp to Johnny do Depp. it.
0: Actually, you're right. Johnny Depp. Johnny
1: Depp's still gonna do it. It's not gonna be a reboot. It's gonna be a sequel. And I wanna see what's what Scissorhands up to now. Thank you. I
0: like that. Did he
1: get like a hand read um thing? Does he have like a human hand added? Is he, like, does he have a bionic one? Like, oh, what's yeah. up? In
0: 2014, mm-hmm. on a strange suburban street.
1: 2014? I think it was... What
0: is wrong with me? <laughs> 2019. <laughs> Sorry. We could put it to 2014 and kind of cut back a little bit. Mm-hmm,
1: but that's too weird to, like, do a projection, but it's still in the past. That's kind of crazy.
0: I guess so. It's like,
1: either you're going to go far into the future or you're going to do it. Like I, I felt like it was a stock in the
0: store before you get to the to the cabin. <laughs> on this long road trip that's such a
1: all the way maybe that, that might be interesting but I just feel like it'd be so awkward okay trying to trying to make sure that we're not talking about stuff that happened after 2014 <laughs> like like iPhones no but iPhone, you know, like, why movies, do you have an iPhone you know? they
0: segue into the future a little bit just to tell you okay so I know that was a long time ago so this is kind of what happened around the time you were alive mm-hmm. you know 2014 wasn't that long ago okay let's jump now today mm-hmm. this is what he's doing with it or do you say, just jump to it?
1: Jump to it? Yeah, no, I would jump to, like, whatever date. But I don't think I would go to, like, the yeah. near past. Like, a, f- a closer past than what, we, what we're talking We're talking about something that happened in the past. So either we're going to bring it to present day or we're going to project it into the further future. Which, the further future would be interesting because you can always, up, you oh, know, yeah. use your imagination. I'm but something more. that has already happened, you want to be kind of close to
0: i don't know i don't know how hard that would be i don't know no i know what you mean yeah i know what you mean keep yeah. with the times
1: yeah because that way there would be less mistakes but
0: and the thing i hear what you're saying about the future no one can see it yet we can only imagine so mm-hmm. it opens up the door to do whatever you want
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay so we'll ask for something futuristic mm-hmm. that'd be dope
1: yeah speaking of um like time travel one of the movies I wanted to talk about on the subject of childhood was um, The Butterfly Effect. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie. Saw so the movie clear?
0: My brother showed it to me but I was busy eating candy and sneaking in
1: and out the kitchen. Okay, do you want to bring up the, um, the, the uh, trailer? We can watch the trailer really fast. Let's do it real quick.
0: And I used to have those blackouts. Well, some of those memories have been coming back to me.
1: There are moments in life we choose to remember. Do you think that we'll be together forever? <laughs> and some memories.
0: you! <laughs> we can never forget.
1: All I know is that by reading these journals, I might be able to get Kaylee back. I'd think twice about what you're doing. You could wake up a lot more messed up than you are now seen yourselves like this before. But what if you could go back in time? You are completely relaxed. Think of it like a movie. You can pause, rewind, or slow down. Could you save the one person that mattered the most?
0: I'm not losing you again
1: i mean you've never lost me what are you talking about you got nice life you stay away from us what about kaylee is she all right if i go back to the beginning i might be able to save her just tell me if you see anything weird weirder than this goes wrong. Oh my God, what did we do? You can't blame God. Right, so the butterfly effect is like a really cool movie to to watch if you are curious or are you interested in like different dimensions or like um you know time travel or going back and changing things about life because that's basically what he does is he's able to go back in time because you know um he, and he inherited a supernatural power to reverse time um at any moment that he had a photograph of so he was going back in time, basically, and, and trying to bring his girlfriend back to life or to go back to a time when she was alive and keep her alive, whatever. So you see how that unfolded for him and how that spun out of control for him. That's a cool movie to watch. It's a Butterfly Effect with Ashton Kutcher. Check it it's out. It's
0: like Goosebumps for grown-ups. Hell yeah. Dun, dun, dun. That's all I'm allowed to legally say. <laughs>
1: Alright, uh, so Cleo, um, what about your teenage years? What can you specifically remember about teenage Cleo?
0: Um, teenage Cleo wasn't that different from kid Cleo, except um, I I was I was skateboarding more. I was able to go outside more, and um, you know I had to be back in a certain time. But I I did sneak out like other people did, but it wasn't till like, I do anything weird. It was always just to like go skateboarding in the city because there was no cars out or whatever. I was you know, but I couldn't tell them that. But um yeah, still into the music, still interested in making music, still dancing. I did cheerleading. Um went to all girls school because I don't want to be bothered with boys because I know how they are. You know, and that was it. And um, yeah, it was pretty simple. It was a good run. Very interesting. You know, very athletic, very happy. <laughs> cool. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I grew up in England. I also went to an all-girls school, which Cleo liked it. And me, not so much. I just I just freaking hated how teenage women are. You know, these are not women. These are, like, teenage girls. So you have like, that girlhood and that, and that bitchiness that, you know. I really hated it in a girls' school. But I don't know if I still would have hated it in a mixed-gender school. I don't know. But, yeah you
0: would have because there's girls that like to embarrass you because there's guys there there's girls that like to make you think you like someone they they play more games because now you gotta play yeah the but field. they
1: still do all of that in, when you're in a girls school because you know there's always a boys school or a school where there's boys close by or whatever you know so you still end up experiencing that but it's just like you know you're surrounded by a thousand women yeah who all wanna be in the gossip and the things you know what I mean so I don't know I feel like I don't, I don't, I, I don't when know. When I know came that. to New York and I had that one year of high school, I just did senior year. Like, I had already graduated in England, but I came and did another senior year so I could get my uh, diploma or whatever. Yeah. And I had a different kind of experience. Like, I got to meet all different kinds of people, you know, not just females. You know, I got to meet all different, the, and then, you know, I just felt better and more comfortable. And especially because I didn't have to wear uniform, it was a totally different experience for me.
0: Oh man, uniform! I'm glad I, I wore uniform. Also- no,
1: no, no. It was cool, I <laughs> guess. I guess, but like to have that one year where I didn't matter, like I didn't have to wear uniform. It was good it for me. It was hot. It was alright, but like every single day, it became like. <sighs> it was just a refreshing thing. It never really mattered at the time, but after when I. Got to wear whatever I wanted. It was more refreshing because then I could just, you know, you'd have to be pressing clothes and stuff. You just throw some jeans on, some shirt, and was simple. Yeah. But yeah, um, I was rebellious. I remember uh, wanting to leave home and go to America because I always had that option. I was like, turned seventeen, I was out. Those last couple of years before I turned seventeen it was rocky with me and my mommy. I was like, it was like I did not want to be there anymore. So I did.
0: My grandma kept trying to push me to be someone I wasn't. Like she would get mad and be like, she's a street rat and this and that. And my big brother tried to tell her, but like, she's not one of those people out having sex and doing stuff. Like she's a good kid. Yeah. You know, so I wasn't ever that rebellious teen. But it's like she was trying to force it out of me. Twenties, yes. Oh the twenties, the twenties you say?
1: Hmm.
0: Um, I forgot most of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why would you forget it?
0: Um, no, I was just I'm just a hustler. That's all I did throughout my twenties: make money, make money, make money. Party, make money, make money, make money. Um, fuck bad niggas and party <laughs> and make money. That's all I did. You said and, bad and niggas. All. Yeah, can't say bad bitches because they weren't bitches. They
1: were bad. <laughs> <Badness>. <laughs> <laughs> city Baddies. boys. City boys. All the city boys. Yeah. Um my twenties. I got a little bit of a a little start into my twenties, partying, going out with my friends, heading up Mumia. I remember strong memories of being in Mumia and L E S and partying with my friends and uh you know thinking that you're you're meeting people you know you're meeting different with well, different types of people and learning about yourself and then boom you're 24 and uh you have a baby <laughs>
0: and it's so the cutest 20s is, thing in the world yes
1: your baby is amazing and adorable but your 20s is like a dub <laughs> twenty 20s is a up, so Yeah, depending me, on if you have help. Yeah, depending on how much help you have, that's true. If you have a lot of help, then you probably be able to kind of still go out and do all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we recommend, oh, I recommend you wait a little while in the 20s. Don't do it in the beginning of your 20s. Well, actually... Hmm. I wouldn't.
0: I don't know. I hear people saying now... It's good to have them young, so when you're... I know what you mean.
1: No, I just mean experience-wise. Like unless, unless you've already had all your experiences in life and oh, you're, yeah, you're okay right. with being in the house all of the time, then, okay, go ahead and have a kid. But if you know that you're not ready to be in the house all of the time, if you have to, yeah. then you should wait. Yeah. Time it. Yeah. it will just be happening to people.
0: I just keep seeing it. I'm pregnant. How?
1: Well, the, first one, yeah, the <laughs> first one, yeah, the first one. You very naive. Right? I don't know. I know I was about I like that whole shit, but I
0: was,
1: after that, yeah, yeah. After that, you have to. You know what it's all about. You know what it gives. So. You should not be You got old, work to do. Or old, old. Talk about you having an abortion. Especially you had kids. That's not, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't sense fit. You. you already know what it's about. But hey. Different strokes. From
0: childhood. To the segue. Becoming an adult. And have it snatched away. By the beautiful gift of having a child. Of your own. And on to the next. We're
1: segueing into...
0: The thirties,
1: thirties, thirties. Yeah, <laughs> I'm only in the. We're in the tippy top of the th- the thirties. I'm only thirty. I'm thirty two. Cleo's 31. 30? Uh huh. Oh, she doesn't want to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's too late. He <laughs>
0: wrote. <laughs> <laughs> when did you write the three? Did you say oh? Uh... Never
1: mind. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot. My mom is the same way. She's like, you don't have to tell my age. But it's like, I think it's amazing. Like, my mom, you would never think she's the age she is. Yeah, so pretty much smack dab where we are now in, as far as time is concerned. Um, But beyond that, I want to make sure that I own something. Some of the things I want to make sure that I secure for myself is like getting a home of my own so that will be a milestone in, its own, in itself my own vehicle you know business business premises things like that I would love to have and own and pass on to my progeny how about you Cleo?
0: well I like all that yes we know ownership we know you know uh everything you need when you you get older and and um blah 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 (laughs) so what I want to get to is ownership of self because a lot of times people they just they have this misfocus um and they get lost sometimes but ownership allows you to help own yourself It it allows you to have challenges and open your mind and question things more this is if you care this is to have the entrepreneur spirit and you learn yourself better and you become this new confident person if you allow which will come naturally um self-ownership you know and uh another thing is my brother always told me my big brother he always said own something you know and um i always took heed to that but it's like nowadays you have to try to prioritize especially with an economy that's moving so fast what is it you want to own you want to own a business first you want to own a property um do you want to own a firm there's so many options out today do you want to own um the rights to an app that you created you have a lot of options ownership is growing in a um very fast pace and it will continue to do so especially now that we're in a cyber age marriage Hmm. marriage the idea of it it kind of seems i'm gonna be honest in my world it's a little bit of a fairy tale but i know it still exists because there's still People out there that are compatible in a way where they can stand each other and move in a way where they can build something. Um, as well as a family, as well as a business, as well as learning each other and really appreciate each other. Marriage for me, I don't know. I feel like I couldn't give enough, especially emotionally. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um. I don't know about my personality and marriage. I would like to think that one day I will get married. But I just don't know how how everything would actually transpire Like would everything stay the same Like how does it work? I don't know So that's the only thing about marriage I'm obviously not married yet So I don't know how that works But I guess it would be quite a transition For someone like me, myself Being like an independent type of person Like I do things like independently So it would be a big transition for me to like be one of those people that's asking my husband first and stuff <laughs> that way. shit pissed me off so bad when i used to work when i worked on the phones a lot they would always have to ask their husbands or their wife and i'd be like why
0: they share the money yeah they share the money because if i if i give you the money for this so i sign up for this she gonna be mad mm-hmm. be
1: like
0: you know that's for my student loans <laughs> <laughs> or whatever but um Real quick, do you think they're still doing, you know, marriage for green cards? That's still going on, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Times don't change.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, if it sounds like something that will work, if it's something that people think will work, they'll do it.
0: Oh, that's right. gave it to Yeah.
1: Okay,
0: it's burning. I think I put there
1: was much. a, you know, there was a movie, yeah, one of the movies I wanted to talk about. You ever saw that movie, Click?
0: Yes, with Adam Sandler.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> the Sandman.
1: Yeah. So like he ended up having like major regrets at the end of the movie because he fast forward through a lot of important moments in his life, and you know, things that he thought was like boring and irrelevant and stuff. He fast forward through that shit. So that's why it's like get the savor the moments, even if the uncomfortable moments.
0: Because once you're on your way out the door and you're looking at them in the eye as they stand over your body while you lay, unable to get yourself up, you think, I should be more appreciative of having, like, one-on-one chats with my ex or the mother of my kids or my wife. It's the little things that matter. I'm sorry, dope dealer audience. I had a Hallmark moment.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that that was also dope because Hallmark is sometimes dope to watch, so there (laughs) anyway but just to conclude we need to talk about like the transition of being a working person to being a retired person and what that could be like you know we when we think about retirement we usually thinking about all you're old and you can't do anything (laughs) you know your body's all tired and you're all injured and shit
0: yeah that's what you're you're thinking thinking about about retirement
1: you know you think about like your last resort the little bit of money you're gonna get dripping in but retirement doesn't doesn't, yeah (laughs) retirement don't have to be that though retirement literally is like you're no longer like working for someone like you're no longer like having to work it's not a necessity for you to work so you could be any age you could be 40 Right. They were really in your head.
0: You could be These people retired as teenagers. Those few that have Yeah, like you know, you know
1: Macaulay Culkin is retired right now.
0: He's still got, got he's
1: getting bread because, you know, all the all the work that he put in when he was a kid. Yeah. And he doesn't have to work anymore. So he's just doing his thing.
0: And he's obviously moving the
1: money, right? Well, that we don't know. He might just have so much of it that you know we we, we wouldn't notice, you know. But um yeah. So that's the dream right there, Getting figuring out that, especially us creative people, you know, trying to figure out what part of our creativity can we use and exploit to make money, you know, not exploit in a way like we degrading ourselves, but just utilizing just like any manager or any salesperson would want to market you, like figuring out how you're going to shot yourself, like how you're going to. How you going to hustle yourself and how you going to pimp yourself to get that
0: cash? <laughs> and I'm sorry, I saw an advertisement the other day. It was yeah. like this um <laughs> this white man on there. He looks so disgruntled, and next to it it said <laughs> still still struggling to earn minimum wage at age 50. And I don't really laugh because these people that are yeah. <laughs> but it was like I don't know. I guess. As a millennial, sometimes you just look at it and it's like, well... Especially if you live in New York and you're on the web and you're into um, cyber business. It's like, this just not necessary. You don't have to be. No. You know, but I no, guess it's, that's, just it's a lack of...
1: Not only that, it's just a lack of proper planning. Like,
0: you could be homeless in California as long as you can have access to the internet. You can make money and get out of that. And it's easier in California. They say the homeless people have iPhones... No, honestly
1: like people don't talk about what the people that choose certain circumstances for themselves right and people never talk about that people that actually detest the system and how everything is and feel annoyed of the fact of having to pay for electricity and all of these things and people that decide that they're going to live a nomadic life because of it
0: yeah like the people that live in the tunnels yeah. Well, not all of them, but the ones that, you know, that be like I'm not with that.
1: So, I think that the the true the true um solution to like this homelessness problem is to create a housing thing where you don't have to pay for it. You know, it's a level of existence, not a, not a level of existence cuz that sounds like just like scraping by, but like a standard of living that is Definitely livable, but it's obviously maybe below the standards of people that want to live lavishly, but it's still a standard where it's clean and it's sanitary and it's, you know, a home. Speaking of uh, proper future planning, planning for the future, you ever think about your empire and how you want your legacy to be when you? decide to transition on to the next thing the next phase in existence after this life
0: so much business so much money so much so much assets that the kids really don't have to work but they'll definitely have like books and knowledge on how to keep everything going I want my family legacy to be books and instructions on how to keep the money Mm -hmm. and let it become mental knowledge and a way of life of the family Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah businesses and our main thing would be to help people and um be dope yeah it's the main
1: thing me too i definitely want to make sure that like my my legacy is secure my kids they got everything that they need going forward you know, and not only that, they have like, like you say, the the knowledge to how to build something of their own, and grow, build what is build on what is already existing, and have that imagination to like go further than where I've gone. You know, with whatever it is, you know. So, we're thinking about your mortality. Everybody, try not to be freaked out, cause this is just a cycle of life, the circle of life, but what we want to make sure is that our our existence here wasn't pointless, and we're not working for no reason, we're starting to be smart with how we applying ourselves, you know, saving our money, investing our money, this is why I study finance, and I'm in the finance business, because I need to know how To build on my money I need to know where I need to be putting my money Because it's certain shit They don't tell you
0: Right I want to Make the money work for me Not work for the money It's backwards
1: Exactly But that's the whole The 9 to 5 thing Is a trick bro They give you your money up front But they're giving you A small piece Small small piece And you're thinking Oh I'm gonna sit And I'm gonna earn this piece And I don't have to do much But once you engage your brain and you start doing a little bit more of the legwork, you get a whole lot more of the money. And that's what you don't learn. You don't learn that. So a lot of people, they get into 50 and they can't retire. A lot of people, they pass away, they'll have a thing to drop to to the people after them. (coughs) And that's not what we're trying to do. Trying to reverse that narrative. That's a no-no. You ever think about how you want your funeral to be? Oh, Do you want to? I'm
0: never gonna die. You're never I'm gonna,
1: gonna die spend it forever. I don't I know. Well, I don't think I want to die I'd anytime soon. I don't think I want to die anytime soon. But I feel like once I get to a really old age, everyone around me is going. You know, I don't know. I want to be here forever. Because this may just be a small little pinch of the universe, you know.
0: Yeah, but still, people always need a leader, but. Well, the funeral will be a damn party. I just party. feel like
1: this it may get boring. You
0: think so? Well, think about it. We're we're getting into an age where it's more entrepreneurship, and people are hating the nine to
1: five. Yeah, so it's, it's like, gonna be totally different. Like the world Terminator. will be different, because people don't want to function the same way anymore. And we're getting AI And robots. people, yes, yeah, so we're going to get a lot of robots and a lot of certain jobs, especially McDonald's. That's going to be a vending machine. You think you can't talk
0: over the phone now in private sometimes? Imagine when there's droids sitting and talking with you at the bar, consuming alcohol. Like, I work at telecom company.
1: Okay. <laughs> like reading your eyeballs. My name is Caitlin.
0: It's you flying. seem sad. Share your story.
1: Speaking to the mic.
0: <laughs> Come on now. So I can hear you. And then the detectives in the van are like, I know that's the plug.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yes, these are our thoughts on the timeline of life. Um This has been Dope Dealer Radio. Hope you enjoyed. Please leave your comments, like and subscribe, follow us on all our stuff. It's Dope Dealer. I'm um, on
0: Instagram. D I L L A, because I know some of y'all are gonna ask. D I going to keep dilla. putting
1: in dealer. It's not dope like, dealer. It's, it's dope dilla. Yeah. Like uh, you know, like Miller vanilla. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but um, yeah, you'll find us on Instagram on all of the social medias, whatever's uh out there. Dope dilla, okay. So have a great night. Cleo Badashian, Lena Created,
0: signing out.